Welcome to Feminine Hijinks, where we're here to reinvent the other side of 40 with sass, crass, and kicking ass. Hey friends, I'm Angie Bailey. And I'm Susie Schubert. And on our Vagenda today, I don't think it's a big secret that the world is a stressful place these days, and we are feeling it. We thought we'd share what we do to get through these days, trying to put some finesse in the stress, so to speak. Yes, yes. I think this is a subject that, you know, isn't all fun and games and laughs, but it's an important thing to talk about right now. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. And maybe this will help give other people ideas for ways that they could handle stress. And, you know, maybe other people can give us ideas. I think that it's so important to share that. And we're all different and we all handle stress differently. And so I'm looking forward to this conversation. Yeah, me too. Totally, Mm -hmm. totally. Yes, but before we get into it, I want to know all about your poop. (laughs) Well, it's funny because the poop, it's funny how often the poop goes with the flush. The mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, the, fl- the flush of the show is you know often mixed together with the poop. It is. It is. It's a poo poo platter. It is a poo poo platter. I love that. Oh my god! I just got this vision of like you know being in a tiki room with like a platter with all those different things. Wasn't that a thing of the seventies? A poo poo platter. I think so. Like I when people so. would do fondue and shit like that. Yeah, I think so. I think so. It's also I've seen it on some Asian restaurant menus too. Is it P U P U? Is that yes. how it's, which is even yes. funnier? <laughs> it reminds me of something that it's that we would have at Psycho Susie's. Totally. Is that closing down? I don't know. I know that uh, the other one is Betty Dangers, which is another yep. one of her restaurants. And those of you who don't live in Minneapolis. These restaurants are really fun, and it's really sad to see them go. Like Psycho Susie's, which, of course, I love the name, but it's all like a big tiki lounge, and it's really, really cool inside, and they have a great patio. And then um, Betty Dangers is like the uh, country club for like the unconventionals, and they have a big Ferris wheel and a putt-putt golf and really cool places. And mm-hmm. I, we know for sure one's shutting down. Don't know about the other one. Yeah, and we've already lost the zombie den, which we oh, talked about previously. R.I.P. I know, I know. I know. I well, know, I think, so. Ange, when we are back together again after the COVID scare, we need to do a fondue night. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I used to have two fondue pots, but I got rid of them. <laughs> do you have one? I do. I used to have two as well, but I got rid of one because we didn't need two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm all yeah. about doing like the cheese or the dessert. I'm not into doing the fried because for one, I can't stand the look of raw meat sitting on the table. It just grosses me out. And then just mm-hmm. that smell, like when you do a fondue in Greece, you like smell like it for days. Your whole house reeks. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, I know. We'd have to figure it out because Chris can't have cheese. Oh, yeah. Like, like if we do a double date, unless we did one with a fake cheese. I wonder how that would work. We could do a poo-poo fondue. We could have fondue, fondue and a poo-poo platter. Yes. I love exactly. this idea. Perfect. Yes. Well, exactly. anyway, back well, to ahead. the show. Continue with your poop. <laughs> Ange and I are like making our own plans. Oh, I yeah. Know. Oh, yeah. We're doing <laughs> a show. Just sitting back listening. Okay. <laughs> get going. Oh, well, my poop, um, I've like 
so many of us. I've been very consumed with the whole George Floyd thing. And I don't want to make the show about that because, you know, we're all immersed in that right now. And it's just what it is. And, um, you know, obviously, Minneapolis is the site of where it happened. It's the site of the sort of makeshift memorial site that people have created right at the place that it happened on um, Chicago and 38th Street. And uh, I find myself, you know, I went down there because we wanted to bring flowers and just kind of be there. And I've gone, I had to go back again because, you know, it's just, I have to say, putting myself there, I realized what a cathartic thing it was for me. It was very hard. And Mm -hmm. I sat there and just sobbed. And it's kind of the first time that I really just like let that out. And I kind of realized that, like, I think most people realize it's not just about George Floyd. This is about the injustice that's been happening forever for minorities. And he kind of has become that tipping point. And he's sort of the symbol for all of those people. And Mm -hmm. just, you know, again, the way that system needs to be changed and all of this. And I think I've just been feeling and holding all of that in for so long that it's just been coming out. And Mm -hmm. um, but it it was just really interesting how I didn't realize when I went down there just to like be a part of it, that it was a huge, huge cathartic thing for me. And Mm. it actually, as sad as it was, it also felt really good to be surrounded by all these people on the same wavelength as me and just feel that energy for what it is. And uh, I don't know, it just it was a really cool moment, which might sound kind of weird, but um, no, I think that that's that's I mean, the same thing happened like when Prince died. mm, I mean, it wasn't not exactly the same at all. But but as far as like a memorial and people showing up. And wanting to pay respects, um, but the the George Floyd thing, you know, has a, another layer to it yes, that I think really, um, you know, touches our emotions and triggers things. And so, yeah, I am hoping to get down there in the next few days. Uh, I just because I think it's important to to see it. To be yeah, there. and just like mm-hmm. not to forget that. You get in your own little world, especially right now. We're all in our own little worlds and we're reading stuff and we get, you know, just sucked into things in the news and negative things. But then to surround yourself with all these people that have the same feelings you do about it, it is just Mm -hmm. so healing. So that has really been been good for me to do that. And I'm I'm really glad I have. So that is my poop. Yeah, I'm well, I'm reading. um this is just a tag on to yours. Uh, I'm reading a book called White Fragility. Mm. And it's been recommended by a few people. And it's written by um, a white woman who's done diversity training for years. And now she does uh, like uh, training on just racism, like in workplaces and things like this. And she, she travels with a black woman and they kind of teach together. And it's It's completely eye-opening and makes you think as a white person about things that you have never, ever thought of. Yeah, that is definitely on my reading list. Yeah, it's super good. So anyway, so anyway, that's uh, one thing that I feel like I'm doing to help educate myself. And Mm -hmm. so and I can feel better. See, I think that's the hardest thing. And I, you know, I hear people saying and and I say it myself, like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Like, I want to be supportive in the right way. And. I don't want to try to like take over, um, you know, the, the voice of people of color. Like I don't, I don't want to do that. Exactly. And, 
And so it's I I can't I can't feel good about it unless I'm educating myself and like doing things like you're doing, like going down and actually feeling the pain and you can't hundred percent understand it, but you could at least, you know, show support and, and, you know, uh, understand, um, even just a little tiny speck of how they might feel just a speck. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. 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 Well, so what about anyway. you? What's your poop? My poop, we're test driving a car today. Ha, now that is right up my alley. I can't even tell you how much I love cars. I love new cars. And they don't have to be brand new cars. But there's mm-hmm. something about a car. I like a new car. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah, I know. We haven't had a car since last April. So it's been over a year um, because we live downtown and Chris works downtown. And we're so close to public transportation. And we have you know, a, a car rental by the hour membership. And it's been really fine. But now his office has moved, you know, about half hour away. And it's going to be way too difficult to get there by bus. So we're like, okay, well, maybe we need to get a car again. Yeah. So we um, and, and then it'll also give us a little more freedom too. So we're going down to test drive a Nissan Sentra that has a very good lease deal on it right now. And it's beautiful. It's this electric blue color. Oh, my gosh. I was going to ask you if you're going to, like, pick a color or, you know, just kind of go with what the deal is, whatever they have. Yeah, no, we talked to the guy on the phone and um and and we found online which ones were. So there's an electric blue one and then our second choice is um it's like a um it's a it's kind of like a, a rose gold color. Ooh. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris is like, I know which one you want. And, <laughs> and bless so. his heart for considering it. Because it sounds yeah, pretty I mean, girly, which I love. I, I know, I know. And he, he doesn't even care. He's like, we'll just go and see, you know. Yeah, yeah. What, you know, whatever. But anyway, so I'm excited about that. It'll, uh, you know, we'll share it. But it's fine because he's still going to be working from home part of the week. Um, and I can plan things around that. Or I can just take him into work and have a car for the day. Yeah. Ooh, that is really exciting. I remember when I was car shopping at one point, because unfortunately, I've done it quite a few times for different mm-hmm. reasons. But um, I went and looked at this car. Remember those Scions? Those like really oh, yeah. square. So I went and looked at one uh-huh. of those. And I was so like taken by it because it had been airbrushed with these like fiery skulls. All oh over, my gosh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and I was almost like I was so tempted to buy it. Like, who cares what kind of car it is? I just like was so taken. With oh my god, the idea I love of that. driving that around. And as it is, I didn't end up getting that car. I got a different one, but I did get like a decal of a skull on the back, and it said "Metal Mommy" underneath because that's, oh, that's what I awesome. used to call myself with this other like social media stuff I did and it was so funny I used to get like young guys driving by and they'd give me the heavy metal sign as I (laughs) (laughs) oh that's hilarious I love it but a car is just such a reflection of your personality and I know some people don't care and you know in the grand scheme of things whatever I mean as it is I have a red car now which would never be Mm -hmm. my pick of color I've just never been a red car person But Mm -hmm. it was the one that was available and had all the stuff we wanted and was the price. And so I'm like, what the heck? I'm not going to, like, let the color of my car decide whatever. So that's why I asked you about the color of yours. 
Yeah, yeah. We're definitely, we definitely want a color. We don't want black or gray or white. Okay, yeah. We so you think you color. might even get it today? Yeah. Ah! Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, we've, I'm excited we've already for got, you. Thanks. We've already got insurance lined up that we just have Woo! to call from there. And yeah, the only thing is that, so, I mean, parking in downtown Minneapolis is expensive. Like yeah. living down here is expensive. And so we're on the wait list for underground parking in our building. And the wait oh, list man. is 81 long. 81 oh, people long. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, God. And it's $200 a month to park <gasps> down in this building, right? Oh, and my then, gosh. Um, but then the, the ramp that's connected by the Skyway where we used to park when we had a car is $180 a month. Oh, which, which I know, it's, but still. So, but then if we walk two blocks, there's um, an apartment building that has a, a underground garage, and um, we can actually get a contract parking there for $130. Oh my gosh, living in the so city, thinking, folks. I know. So we're like, well, <laughs> we can walk two blocks yeah. and save, you know, $50. Especially right now. And then hopefully right. by winter time, something will open up in your building. I think that you've got those visitor spots. I think you should just keep moving your car. Oh, jeez. I know. I'm making Every up new names. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lordy. So anyway, so that's my poop. And uh, yeah, so I'll update everybody next week. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing and seeing you yes. in your fancy, cute little car. Yay. So before we get into our agenda topic, there's another topic we should probably talk about, and that's our armpits. And stinky and bits. other bits. Yes. 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 Pits and stinky bits. Yes. Lumi deodorant. Um, fantastic. All natural. 72 hour service. And, <laughs> and if you order through our website, feminineheijinkspodcast.com, you can uh, click on the ad and be entered for a uh, a drawing for free Lumi, which is great. Lumi is uh, fantastic and free is even better. Even better. And the founder of that company is from Minneapolis. Yeah. Pretty cool. So shout out to the home girl. That's right. That's right. Well, let's get into this topic that's very timely. Oh, man. Is it ever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're, yep. We're going to talk about... Are meeting stress with finesse, at least trying to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> giving it a go. Yep, we're giving it a go. And, you know, obviously, I'm sure the answer to this question for you, Ange, is going to be at what a lot of us are stressed out about lately. But but for you personally, um, what are you stressed out about? Um, well, I think, uh, well, COVID, of course. Yes. And- you know, and still being in a in a higher risk group and trying to figure out when is okay to venture out and when is not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I talked about last week, am I being overly cautious? I don't know. So there's that always going through. Um, and just, you know, everything that's happened in our city and across the world mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the racism, the violence, uh, you know, I mean, thankfully, um, our... Our local government is in a good job getting charges filed against those cops. I mean, things are going in the right direction. Yeah. But it's a huge, it's much deeper than that. So, you know, so there's that. Um, and then it's been stressful thinking about this car stuff because we're like, uh, you know, we didn't get a car because uh, it was expensive just to keep it parked here and not using it. 
And now that we're going to get it, like, we don't know when he's going back to work. So it could be that it's still sitting out there. Yeah. And we're not using it every day. And so we're like, so should we wait? Should we? So, and he and I, once we, like, latch on to something, we're like a dog with a bone. And, like, we're <laughs> I am so a, like that, too. <laughs> like, obsessed. obsessed. Like, every time he looks over at me, I'm supposed to be working. I'm looking at cars. Like, you know, oh it's just. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So, uh, so I mean, we've been kind of stressed about that. And we just have this um, thing we say to each other, like, when the right thing happens, it'll be crystal clear because it always is like mm -hmm. we can we can worry about it, but also trust that, you know, the right thing's going to pop up at the right time. And it did because this deal that we found um, didn't show up until yesterday morning because they had just put it on there yesterday morning. And so the whole time we'd been searching previous days. There was nothing. And then we saw this one and we're like, oh, okay, well, I guess it's, maybe now's you know, the time. Maybe now's the time. So, yeah. yeah. So that's so that that kind of stuff, I think. Um, and just feeling cabin fever. Mm, you know? uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? All of the above. I mean, you know, I've been back at work. Uh, so it's been pretty mellow at work, but you know, it still is always in the back of your head. Like, should I be here? Is it too soon? Um, you know, what's going on with everybody and just, you know, figuring out new systems and all that. And of course, like I've already mentioned the state of the, our state, the state of the world. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I'm, again, always saying how lucky I am to live where I live and have a beautiful home and my family. So that's all good stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's hard not to, like, when your whole world around you is a stressful place, <laughs> it's hard not to right. feel the stress, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. And, and of there's course, that balance. But oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say it. Uh, I guess the un the employment thing is always stressful for me too. Like Corey is constantly looking for a full time job, and he does a lot of, you know, he's busy. He's got a lot of stuff going on, but all in all, we'd love for him to be able to just find a full time job and settle in. And that has been an elusive thing for years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. it's you know that gets hard. He has these great interviews, and then it doesn't work out. So that's just kind of a constant stress too. So anyway, yeah, what were you going to say? Frustrating. Oh, well, I was just going to say that for me also, it's like finding the balance between like, um, like I said, being grateful for having a nice place to live and, you know, getting a car and all this stuff. But at the same time, like feeling really like, uh, you know, knowing that not everybody has those luxuries. Yeah. You know, w without feeling guilty about it, but while still acknowledging it mm -hmm. and saying, I realize that I have what. Some people don't have. What a lot of people don't have. Yeah, well, I think about that. Yeah, have. I think about that a lot too. And, you know, I like anything, you can't get down on yourself because you have mm -hmm. nice things. Um, because, again, as long as you're aware of it and doing what you can to help others, I mean, that is the mm -hmm. most you can do, in my opinion, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I um, agree. But, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting way to be. And for me, I think what's always hard is you know, the stress of trying to figure things out, but then at the same time, like you mentioned, trusting that things mm -hmm. will just work out when they're supposed to work out. And that fine balance of doing the work towards that, but also letting go at the same time. Yes, absolutely. That's a crazy mm -hmm. weird balance. That's hard to. It is. it is. It is. But it works. Mm -hmm. We just have to keep reminding ourselves that it works. You know, like that whole thing when they would say when you were like, 
you know, searching for a partner or something and they're always like, well, if you don't look, that's when it happens. It's like, well, mm-hmm. how do you how do you right. keep yourself from wanting something when it's what you want? It's exactly. just and then on one hand, you get those messages, work towards what you want, manifest it, do the work, do the work, but trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and it's both. It is both. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. And that's what's it's it's not easy. It's not easy. No. It's that thing that's that well they say it's simple but not easy. Totally. So mm-hmm. what do you, when you're thinking about all this stuff, what do you do to de-stress other than than drinking gin and tonics on your balcony? Ah, you have to tell what? that story. That is so I'll funny. Tell that story. Yes, I will. I will. I will. Yeah, so I'll start with that story. So so Chris and I, a couple of weeks ago, it was a Saturday night and we were having cocktails out on our patio. As one does on a Saturday night does. in the nice weather. Yes, and we just had ha- we had two cocktails, but they were a little bit tall, <laughs> and um, and we were like, it was getting, we were gonna have spaghetti for dinner. We're gonna make spaghetti for dinner. Well, all of a sudden, we look at each other and we're like, oh my god, we are drunk. <laughs> like, and then we realized we haven't eaten for seven hours, <laughs> and 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 it's the and I swear to God, like it's the first time that that's happened to us. Like we've you know had drinks together and whatever but it was the first time where it was like we were like what are we gonna do we can't use a knife now we can't cut a vegetable now and so we're like we got to order pizza and then we're like in there thinking oh god how do i do that like it's all of a sudden it like hit you and i feel like oh my god i feel like i'm 21 again and i'm like oh shit and so he's like he's like you can't call you can't talk you can't call right now and i'm like i'll be fine i'll be fine and so, yeah, so we went this whole rigmarole trying to get pizza. And then while um, we were waiting for the pizza, our clean sheets needed to be put on the bed. And then that was a shit show, trying to put sheets on the bed, especially fitted sheets, when you're just a little oh my over God, the top I have this tipsy. image of, like, the fitted sheet going boing, like it keep like <laughs> going yeah, across the room. I, yes. A better image is me trying to pull it and then just flopping face forward on the bed. <laughs> It was just, it was just one of those things because we don't like, we don't sit around and like, let's get drunk tonight, you know? I mean, we had two drinks, which is not like, you know, I mean, but usually we're, you know, snacking all day or eating or whatever. Yeah, it was just that combination. Yes, it was, it was a total, it was a surprise drunk, but oh my (laughs) God. So it's like, you're like, I'm going to just sit and relax and take the edge off, you know, the day with a little drink before, you know, it's like, don't fall off the balcony. I know, seriously. Oh my lord. So yeah, so that's a stress reliever for me. Not necessarily that I'm you know, that particular, but yeah, cocktails do, you know. Uh, they help, they help. Not bit. that you want to like depend on that, but once no, in a while no. a good gin and tonic, you know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I okay, so I also um I think I mentioned before that I'm I'm doing a Reiki class. Like I'm going through training yes, for that. Yes, it's just so cool. And, it's so great. And so in the morning every day I do this whole routine of a self Reiki treatment and it makes me feel amazing. And then last night I couldn't sleep and so I was lying in bed and I looked up like um, Reiki for trying to help you go to sleep. And so I was like doing it and like I fell asleep like three or four times the whole time I was doing it. And then, you know, I, I 
stopped and then I was like out like a light. Like, You're like, I guess it works if I'm falling asleep while I'm doing it. I know. I mean, it was amazing. I didn't think I was going to be able to sleep, but that was that was good. So there's that. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, meditation and uh, music sometimes. Um, talking with friends mm -hmm. is a good one for me. Breathing. Um, sometimes if it's really bad, I do have a prescription medication. But um, <laughs> that's not anything that I, you know, I don't have panic attacks like I used to. So that's Yeah, good. thank God for happy pills. I hear you on that one, girl. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> um, music, same. I listen to music. Um, no surprise. Like I really, when I'm feeling angry, I love nothing more than to listen to really like heavy metal and just like mm -hmm. angry music because it just feels so good to like get that out, you know? Um, yes. reading, I, and I, I've mentioned this too, like watching or rereading Lord of the Rings, it's just such a comfort place for me. So mm -hmm. of course, reading any good book, but there's, especially for me, it's that Lord of the Rings story is such a comfort in so many ways and so inspiring to me. So that really helps. Um, writing about things. Mm -hmm. I find mm -hmm. that sometimes if I'm really upset or frustrated about something, or especially if it's towards someone or even mm -hmm. just in general, I'll write like a huge, long, pissed off letter about it, saying exactly mm -hmm. what I want to say. No, nothing like held back, trying to be polite. And then I just don't send it. But mm -hmm. I have it in my back pocket there. I know I can send it if I need to. Or mm -hmm. post it or whatever. Um, right. That's really cathartic for me, just writing about it. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, I do find that sometimes I just have to, like, remove myself from things. So if Facebook is really uh, stressing me out, I just don't get on it. And, you know, the nice girl in me, the social girl in me feels bad sometimes. Like, oh, no, I'm missing all these people's birthdays. And I'm not, you know, saying looking at pictures of their kids and saying great job or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. But I just know that I have to do that for self-care. Uh yeah. You know, so obviously I, I feel like Facebook's important for me in a lot of ways for us to, you know, bring the podcast to the world and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff and the other things that I do with my business. But sometimes I just feel like it's too much for me to socially be on Facebook. Yes. And I've allowed yeah. myself, given myself the permission to do that, you know. That's so important. Yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it's hard when you have to you know, use it for your work. You yeah, know? exactly. But, but you don't have to go through your newsfeed. Yeah. And even and for me, you know, the friends that I have on Facebook, for the most part, you know, they agree and feel the same way I do with a lot of things. But you know how it is. You always get those comments from other people that just jump on and want to like <laughs> say what they want to say that is just to stir stuff up and just makes you irritated and angry or you read someone else's post that is really beautiful and then one of their friends or someone they know gets on there and posts and I just don't like reading that stuff. I'm at a mm -hmm. tender time in my life right now with everything going on that it really stirs me up. Yeah, right. Yes, yes. No, I agree totally and that's totally in our control. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I recommend that, you guys, if anybody's out there like me and you find yourself mindlessly scrolling, because it's so easy to do. That's what we do, right? Just mm -hmm. try to resist, because if that's something that triggers you and getting upset or angry, it's just not worth it, you know? No. And I found out so many times trying to hop on and set people straight, 
nope, you know, we're all pretty set in our ways, sadly, if we're good or for bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. You know what else I found is like, I would spend I'll spend more time on Instagram because that's just mostly yes. cute pictures and fun things. Like yeah. so if I'm like really wanting to get into some social media, I'll just skip Facebook and go look at Instagram. Exactly. Yep, pretty pictures and things mm-hmm. tend to not get too like uh, wordy on Instagram. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Agreed. You know you were you were talking about the um the comfort of Lord of the Rings. I was thinking that I've totally left out. Like I, one of my stress relievers is the comfort of old TV shows. You yeah. know, like Mary Tyler Moore yeah. and the Dick Van Dyke Show and Golden Girls. Like those all. If I can't sleep, then sometimes I'll go to the living room and watch those shows, and it just like calms me down. Yeah, isn't that amazing? It just puts you mm-hmm. in a different. And that's kind of, I think, another reason that we're always watching movies at night. It's like a way to just disconnect from the real world and just you know, be in that space of just like, not your world, but somebody else's world for a little while. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, totally. So yeah, yeah. And when and worse then, comes to worse, I just, you know, make the core man wear the negligee and dance around uh, the house. <laughs> <laughs> I like to picture him down doing his beer making wearing the negligee. <laughs> that is the funniest. <laughs> oh my god oh, we should Lord. post another picture of Corman in the negligee remember we have that oh, picture yes. of he with your husband chris yeah like chris was the party pooper for halloween yes he was and you were the what were you the butt the, oh yeah um, what was it? oh i was the dead end you were the dead end. <laughs> I made this giant butt out of <laughs> pantyhose. <laughs> and you left it here on accident, and so we put it at the top of Chris's closet, and every time he tried to get something, the butt would fall on his head. <laughs> I can't even tell you how much I love. <laughs> and then when I went over one time, I had forgotten that I left it there, and you had it hanging on the door. I'm and the funniest <laughs> thing about it, so what I did is I took pantyhose, and I stuffed it, stuffed it, stuffed it as much as I could with that kind of stuff that you'd stuff a pillow with, you know, from the craft mm-hmm. store. And so, and then I, like, tied it up, so it just was the butt part. But then I hung it around my neck, so I could, and then I made my makeup, you know, so I looked like a dead person. That was the whole pun thing, dead end. Well... <laughs> The thing is, they hung so low, <laughs> the butt hung really low, so people thought it looked more like balls. <laughs> so they're like, what are, what are low slinging balls? Like, what is that? <laughs> oh, my God. That was so good. I love that costume. That was awesome. <laughs> and it was the best, like, walking through your building, <laughs> riding in the elevator with and then when I picked it up to bring it home, you know, I had to just like carry it. <laughs> a baby. I think I threw it away. I don't think I kept it, but. Oh, God, that's hilarious. I should have kept that... it and snuck it into your place. I should have snuck it into Chris's closet. So you should... <laughs> it's haunted. It keeps returning. The haunted butt. Haunted butt. But this all reminds me of something that we haven't even mentioned yet. Laughter is the best stress reliever. Oh my God, how could we not mention that? I know. Because honestly, I I feel better already just laughing about that. I know, seriously. (laughs) Well, I mean, scientifically, it raises your endorphins. It it makes you more 
relaxed and happy and all of that. So yeah, yeah. they say it it makes you live longer. So I'm gonna live till I'm a thousand because I'm yes, always laughing are. at ridiculous things. I know. I know. On days that I feel like shit, and then we do this podcast, I always feel better after. I know. Me too. Yay. I love that. I love that too. Yay. So what do we have next week? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, it's not that we're not doing our homework peeps, but we're very like kind of living in the moment right now. And I think that's sort of how all of us are living our lives right now, right? Like everybody's kind of just in the moment, sort of unbated breath, waiting to see what's going to happen. And we want to stay current and we want to stay talking about things that are important. So we're kind of like, all right, well, let's wait and see, you know, how the spirit moves us for next week and and what we want to talk about. Or you never know when Angie might come across some crazy reality show that sparks a whole yes. good idea of something we need to talk about. Yes, exactly. And I just <laughs> finished watching that whole um, limited series on Netflix about Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, so, yeah, the child, or the, well, he had a whole like pyramid scheme of underage girl prostitution. And he, yeah, and he's like best buddies with Donald Trump and Bill Clinton. Oh, God, and that would Woody just depress Allen. me right now. Ew. I know, I know, I know. So anyway, so I may or may not talk I about it next say, week. I was going to say, let's not. <laughs> let's not talk about it let's right now. Let's stick with something lighthearted. Like, what was that other one about the people on the island that were naked or they couldn't yeah, make it. Yeah, it's or too something. hot to handle. <laughs> that's a good show, man. Oh, my God, that's so but funny. But anyway, so, yeah, so you have to come back next week, and we'll all be surprised Surprise! at what the topic will be. So thanks for tuning in. You can find a new episode of Feminine Hijinks each Monday at femininehijinkspodcast.com, and you can download and listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, and tune in also Facebook and Instagram. And we're doing some really cool things over on Patreon. So keep your eyes and ears open for that. You're going to be totally interested. And that's all we got for you. That's all she wrote. Yep. Sounds good. Well, try to, try to, um, you know, de-stress yourselves out there, you guys. And hopefully this show helps in one mm-hmm. way or another. And if you have any good ideas, you know, we would love to hear your comments and see your comments about what you do to distress. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'll, I'll make a post. I'll, I'll generate some conversation around it. Ooh, I like that. Yes. All righty. Well, we okay. love you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Love another indoor sports. XOXO. Bye. Bye.